Good morning, mi amigos. Welcome to another episode of 5 Minutes with Jim. On today's program, I'll be introducing you to a hidden gem of a museum that is a monument to one man's passion for preserving the history of America's forgotten motor city. The ye old carry shop in Spring Arbor, Michigan, just west of Jackson, is nothing short of amazing. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. For nearly 50 years, Lloyd Ganton has been working to preserve Jackson's rich industrial heritage that includes more than 20 automobile manufacturers. But his private museum that houses this incredible collection is more than cars, much, much more. And for the group or individual given a tour, it's an unforgettable experience. First, I'd like to say thank you to the boys of the road crew for our great theme song, as well as their road trip inspiring tunes. You can take a listen at roadcrew66.com. Between 1903 and 1930, Jackson was a contender for the title Motor City. The Jackson Automobile Company manufactured durable cars that were promoted with advertisement that proclaimed no hill was too steep and no sand was too deep. The company was also a pioneer in the manufacture of four-wheel drive trucks. One of the strangest cars ever produced here was the Briscoe, with one headlight molded into the upper radiator shell. These unique automobiles were the brainchild of Benjamin Briscoe, the visionary that provided David Buick with the money to launch his automotive company. He was also half of the Maxwell Briscoe Company that would serve as the foundation for Chrysler. Aside from the Briscoe and Jackson, the Duck, an automotive oddity that added new meaning to the term backseat driver was manufactured in Jackson as well. Only available in 1913, the car appeared quite conventional and there was nothing innovative about its mechanical components. However, what was not conventional was the fact that the driver and a passenger sat in the back seat and there was seating in front for two passengers. The Standard Electric was another product from Jackson. Mechanically, in appearance, the cars looked like all the other electric cars produced during the early teens. Promotion proudly proclaimed that this was the only electric automobile capable of cruising 120 miles between charges. What wasn't mentioned was the fact that this distance was only obtainable if the driver did not exceed 20 miles per hour. Long after the last automobile manufacturer in Jackson had closed its doors, there was one more vehicle manufactured here. This was the Kaiser Darren, the country's first fiberglass sports car introduced shortly before the Chevrolet Corvette. It was shall we say, a unique automobile? One automotive journalist at the time noted that it looked like a Buick sucking a lemon. Jackson was more than just a center of automobile manufacturing. Kelsey Hayes had a wheel and brake factory here. And then there was Sparks Worthington, a company that manufactured farm implements. In 1909, the company diversified with the manufacture of radiator cooling fan assemblies for numerous auto companies. 
Then in 1911, they developed and patented an electric automobile horn under the Spartan name. For the next decade, the company was the largest producer of horns in the world. During the teens, the Spartan horn was standard equipment on cars produced by Hudson and more than two dozen other automobile manufacturers. Then, in the 1920s, the company launched into the development and manufacture of radios for home and auto. Some of the Art Deco models manufactured in the 1930s were works of art that today sell for thousands of dollars. Then, in 1938, the company initiated a program to develop and manufacture television receivers. And now that takes us to Lloyd Ganton, his passion, his collection, and his stunning museum. The museum is private, but Ganton is quite generous and regularly opens for school tours and car clubs. The centerpiece of the priceless collection are automobiles, restored as well as low-mileage survivors that were manufactured in Jackson, including various models representing 18 of the 24 companies that were in Jackson. But it does not stop there. There are dozens and dozens of historically significant or rare vehicles manufactured before World War II, and there's even a Kaiser Darren. There are also huge rooms with displays of products manufactured under the Spartan name, including a few of the stunning Art Deco radios, a massive display of Coca-Cola memorabilia, motorcycles, restored gas pumps, and children's pedal cars, including some from the late 19th century in rare dealer promotional models. If you have an opportunity, check out Lloyd's wonderful museum. You can get a virtual tour and contact information from the website yeolcarriageshop.com Y-E-O-L-E carriageshop.com Okay, folks, we must bid adios for this week. Louis Keen of the Uranus Fudge Company and General Store is this week's sponsor. The jokes flow freely about Uranus, but the store is no joke. It's a tangible link to the glory days of quirky roadside attractions. Thank you for joining us. Until we meet again, mi amigos, we'll see you next week. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America.